Hey, COH family. I'm so excited to be able to share the word with you today. And I want you to go with me in scripture to Daniel, the third chapter, the 13th verse. Daniel, the third chapter, the 13th verse. Now look, uh, we find ourselves in a story at Daniel 3, 1. You find King Nebuchadnezzar. King Nebuchadnezzar has made uh, this gold idol, a gold image, a 60 a cubits high, six cubits wide, this big, huge gold image on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. He's made this big gold image that's just this huge gold image, and he's made this law, this decree, that everyone, when the music plays, has to bow before this gold image. Uh, and we find ourselves uh, in this story in chapter 3 uh, that there are three brothers, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who won't bow. It's three brothers, three Jewish brothers who will not bow uh, to this gold image. And at verse 13, we find ourselves after some folks have snitched on Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And here we find ourselves in verse 13. Furious with rage, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king. And Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold I have set up. Now when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipe, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what god will be able to rescue you from my hand? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and his attitude toward them changed. He ordered the furnace heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So these men wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. The king's command was so urgent and the furnace so hot that the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar leapt to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors, Weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, Certainly, your majesty. He said, Look. I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire, and the satraps, prefects, governors, and royal advisors crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their body, nor was a hair of their head singed. Their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. 
Brothers and my sisters, I ask that you would join me in a word of prayer. I want to share on the sermon subject today. It's time to walk through fire. It's time to walk through fire. Come on, let us pray. God, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this day. We're grateful for your hand and your power. Grateful, God, for your touch on your people. Now, God, use me to speak a word to your people in this moment. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. It's time to walk through fire. <coughs> it's time to walk through fire. You know, here at COH, we've been talking about this is the year of big steps. Oh, but big steps sometimes can lead you to the fire. And what's interesting to me, an amazing thing about our story is that we find Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and because uh, they were able to live consistently for God, they ended up facing the fire. Now, what blows my mind is, and the amazing thing about these brothers, is that these brothers ended up making big steps from humble positions. They ended up making big steps from humble position. These brothers were slaves. You got to understand that these brothers had positions in Babylon, but they were still slaves in Babylon. Uh, that uh, Jerusalem had been conquered by uh, King Nebuchadnezzar, and what they would do is they would assimilate their slaves into their society. They would take the best and the brightest from wherever they conquered and take them uh, to their home country and put them in and assimilate them into their society and use their gifts and their talents. So here you have these three brothers who could not go home. They could not go back to Jerusalem. They were slaves in Babylon, but it worked themselves even in that state to be in a position. And here they have been told by the king, you've got to worship my false god. Uh, the king Nebuchadnezzar built this huge idol, and this huge idol, and whenever the music played, everyone was supposed to bow to his god. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, we will not bow. Now, now it was said that if you didn't bow, that you would be thrown into a fiery furnace. And I believe there are some lessons that we can learn about facing the fire, about walking through fire from Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that can help us all as we are endeavoring to make big steps. One of the first things I believe that we can understand from Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego if you're going to make big steps is that big steps highlight your character. That's right, big steps will often highlight your character. Uh, that when you are facing a foe, when you are facing a challenge, big steps will often highlight your character. And I'm going to tell you there are three things in your character that big steps can highlight. One, there's consistency in your character. Two, the courage in your character. And three, the clarity in your character. Uh, the consistency, the courage, and the clarity in your character. What do you mean, Reverend? Well, if you look at Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were consistent. They were consistently going to serve God no matter what. Now that's what we do. Uh, if you look at them, the whole time they've been in Babylon, they've been attempting to do right by God. And, and, and the challenge that we face right now is that we have so many people who have what we call a situational morality. 
uh, that their character is only as good as the situation. And if the situation looks like it may bring some challenge, uh, then there's no consistency in their behavior. Uh, and you have folks who will live right for the Lord in one circumstance, uh, but then do whatever they want to in another circumstance. It's based on the situation. But when you've got big step character, you're, you are consistent in your character. That's right. Uh, that if it's God's way to do it, then you do it God's way. It does not matter the situation. It does not matter whether you're going to caught. Some, some of us, we only do it God's way if we think we may get caught. But if we think we can't get caught, if we think nobody will see us, if we think that nobody will uh, uh, be able to point it out, then we'll do whatever we want to do. Uh, but, but the kind of big step character that you need to walk through fire, you've got to have a consistency. It's consistently a God's way. Second is courage. You've got to have a courage. If you look at, at, at these gentlemen, these gentlemen said that, that, that even if the king comes, we still will not bow. That they understood that as the whole plane, as everybody in this area bowed, that they were going to stand, and that they were going to stand and have courage. And, and I've come by to let you know and to talk to you a little bit about what it means uh, to have a, a courageous crew. That's right, they had a courageous crew. That they didn't leave each other hanging, but they stood there one with each other. That, that one of them could have bowed while the other stood, but no. All three of them said, no, we're going to stand for the Lord. You've got to find yourself a courageous crew that's got some character. That's right, a crew that will stand when nobody else will stand, a, a crew that will stand when everybody else is dancing. That's right, everybody else, when the music played, they were bowing uh, to the music. They were bowing to the idol, uh, but these brothers had the kind of character that they had courage in the midst of it, but three, uh, that you have clarity in your character. You got clarity in your character. That here, uh, these three brothers are brought in front of King Nebuchadnezzar. King Nebuchadnezzar says, look, y'all better bow uh, before my idol. I'm getting ready to play the music again. And they tell him, <coughs> don't even worry about it, King. Don't even play the music because we're going to let you know, play the music or not, we will not bow before your false idol. That's right. They had a clarity because the clarity that gets me that these brothers had was that they said that because we know our God is able to deliver us. But even if God does not deliver us, we still will not bow. That their character had a clarity in them that no matter what, they made decision to serve God. And they made decision to serve God, not even depending on how God showed up in the situation. Uh, somebody, I, I want to challenge you uh, to have the kind of clarity in your character that, that says that I'm going to serve God even if God doesn't give me what I want. That's right. Even if God doesn't do it, I'm still going to serve God because God is God. Because God is God, that my character says uh, that I've got to serve God no matter what. Here these guys, gentlemen, are in front of the king. The king says, look, I'm going to throw you in front of a fire, into a fiery furnace. And they say, you're just going to have to do what you're going to have to do, Mr. King, because we will not bow. My 
God, what would it look like if we had more Christians who would not bow? What would our communities be like if we had more people who would not bow, who would not bow uh, to opinion polls, who would not bow uh, to every little fad that's going on, who would not bow uh, to all the little uh, uh, he say, she say, who would not bow. What would it look like if we had some folks who would not bow, who would not bow when folks are trying to take over our communities and, 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 and make it unsafe for our babies to play, who would not, what will it mean for us to have the courage of our convictions and the clarity to not bow. In this season, I believe that we need Christians who are willing to make some big steps and say, I don't care what idols you put in front of me. I don't care what kind of money you toss at me. I don't care what kind of prestige or power you put in front of me. I will not bow. I will serve the Lord. Big steps, one, they highlight your character. But the second thing, the big steps too, is big steps will get your company. That's right. Big steps will get your company. Here, uh, the, the Hebrew boys, the Hebrew brothers, they decided they, they would not bow. And so King Nebuchadnezzar got so upset that he had them make the furnace seven times harder. Had to make the furnace seven times harder. And, and the Bible said that they bound those three brothers up tightly and they threw them into the fire. Now let me tell you a couple of things that I learned about them getting thrown into the fire. One, uh, the Bible says uh, that it was so hot <coughs> that the people who threw them in the fire died. The people who threw them in the fire died. I, I want to let you know uh, that sometimes uh, your battle is not going to be against the people who try to throw you in the fire. Let them throw you. They're going to die. They're going to perish throwing you in, but you will not die. My goodness gracious, the people who threw them in the fire ended up perishing. The people, there are people who will be attacking you, who will be trying to hurt you, who will be trying to scandalize you. And the reality is that God will take care of you and the very thing they do to try to hurt you is going to be what destroys them. They're trying to destroy you and they'll get destroyed themselves because you're going to have company in the fire. That's right. As you make your big steps in the fire, you're going to have some company. But the second thing and what gets me about this whole piece about being in the fire is that they were thrown in the fire. And the Bible says that Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and then he looked at his people and he said, look, I thought we threw in three people. And the king jumped to his feet and said, I thought we threw in three people. And he said, but, but I'm looking in there and I see four. And one of them looks like a son of the gods. It, 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 the, the, here you had three who were thrown in. Uh, but now I look in and I see four walking around. That's right. I, I've come by uh, and I want you to understand uh, uh, that you can make big steps in the fire. Uh, they were thrown into the fire, but yet here they're walking around in the fire and they've got another one with them that looks like the Son of God. Now, I, I want to point something out to you that I thought was extremely interesting. They're walking around the fire. Okay, that went over your head. It used to go over my head too. Here you have 
these three brothers and this other guy, they got company, they got somebody else sitting there with them, and they're walking around the fire. Oh, okay, l let me go back for you. Uh, it, I, I told you all that in the earlier verses, um, it said that they got some of their strongest soldiers, and they had bound them tightly, and, and, and they had on their robes and their trousers and their turbans and other clothes, and they were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. They were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace. They were bound and thrown into the blazing furnace, but now they're walking around the fire. They were bound, but now they're walking around the fire. Isn't it interesting? Their clothes were still good. Their robes were still good. Their turbans were still good. They're walking around the fire, but the only thing not on them anymore were the things that were used to bind them. And I want you to understand that sometimes the fire that is meant to burn you is going to free you. That's right. That Sometimes the fire that was meant to burn you will not burn you, it will not burn your clothes, it will just burn the things that are binding you, it'll burn the things that are holding you down, it'll burn the things that have you bound. Somebody, I, I need you to understand so clearly that you're going to make big steps in the fire because the fire is going to be what sets you free. The fire is going to be what burns away the things that are hindering you, the things that are limiting you, the things that have you bound, the very fire that's set to try to destroy you will be the fire that burns it away. And, 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 but, and, and you don't have to worry about the fire because you've got company waiting for you in the fire. It, the, 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 the king said, I, I thought we threw three in, uh, but, but, but he said, but now I see four. Well, can you picture what it must have been like to be Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and to be thrown into the fire, a fire so hot that the very people who are throwing you in end up being destroyed. But yet, when you get up in the fire, uh, you don't feel no heat. And when you get up in the fire, uh, that you don't feel any challenge. When you get up in the fire, that you've got peace. Because when you get up in the fire, there's company in there with you that, that sometimes big steps will get you company in. And, and today, I want you to understand uh, that when you make the steps of character, I, I know it looks like that you're going to be thrown into something that's going to destroy you, but God will be with you in the fire. God will not just be with you, but God will protect you in the fire. God will take care of you in the fire. God will be a Holy Ghost, a fire department inside the fire to keep you safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. And folks will look in at you. and They'll look to try to figure out how you're making it, and they'll see Jesus. Jesus. That's what's going to happen. So don't you run from the fire. No, the fire is where you get to make your big steps. The fire is where your testimony comes from. The, top, the fire is where Jesus shows up. The fire is where God shows God's self powerful. Don't you run from the fire. Don't you be scared of the fire. The fire is where you make your big steps. The fire is where you're going to find company. The third thing, and I'm going to be done, y'all, is you've got to understand that big steps will have you doing things the king can't.
That's right, big steps will have you doing things the king can't. What, 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 what blows my mind about this story is King Nebuchadnezzar looks into the fire, sees them walking around the fire with a fourth person. And in verse 26 it says, of chapter 3 it says, Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. Now, I want y'all to get that. The King Nebuchadnezzar goes to the edge and the opening of the furnace, <coughs> screams into the furnace, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God. He gives a testimony that their God is the Most High God. Come out, come here. Now, it was the king who by his orders got them into the furnace. But for all of the power of the king, all of the strength of the king, all of, 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 of the king's resources, the king didn't have what it took to get them out of the furnace. That's right. Uh, it, it, the, he had to ask them to come out of the furnace because the king uh, couldn't do anything to get them out of the furnace. If the king tried to get them out of the furnace, the king would have died. If he tried to send people to get them out of the furnace, they would have died. That God will put you in a position as you making big steps in the fire. That God will allow you to do things uh, that the most powerful people can't even do. That here is the king, the most powerful person in the land. So powerful that he could dictate whether people lived or died, uh, but he still didn't have the power to get them up out of that furnace. That's how he knew that their God was what was the most high God, that he knew that their God had to have been a bigger and badder and better than any gods he ever thought he was lifting up, that their God was a God who could do it. God will allow you a win. You make big steps in the fire that God will allow you to do things that king can't even do. Here is the king, but the king can't get them out the fire. But, but, but he says, come on out. Y'all come here. And so they make their big steps out of the furnace. Somebody, your big steps won't just be in the fire, but it'll be out of the fire. And when you make your big steps out of the fire, it'll be your big testimony and the world will have to take heed. And look what happened for the king when the king realized he didn't have all the power. The king made a decree to everybody. The king said, praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore I decree, this is the king now, that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut into pieces and their houses be turned into piles of rubble for no other God can save in this way.
That's right. You, you've got to get this uh, that because uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were able to make their big steps, it was such a testimony that the king had a shift. It was such a testimony that the king had to confess that God was the, the only God, that God was the, the most high God, that God was the God above all gods. That's right. The king had to admit it. And then look what the king does. And then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Now, I want y'all to get this, and this is important. When you come out of the fire, promotion will be waiting for you. But you've got to remember out of your big steps that promotion was not given by the king. Promotion is of God. The king thinks he gave the promotion. But the reality is the king couldn't get you out the fire. So therefore, anything that happens as a result of it afterwards is by the hand of God. I, I want you to always remember that it's God that gets you out the fire. It's God that gives you the power to step out of the fire. There's nobody else out there. That All the people who tried to kill you, all the people who tried to destroy you, all the people who tried to break you, all the people who tried to tear you down, that when God shows you that God can get you through all of that, all of the hurt, all of the disappointment, all uh, uh, of the misuse and abuse, all of the things. That, when God shows you that God can get you through all of that, you don't have to be beholden to anybody because any promotion you get is of the hand of God. Uh, the, the king promotes them but it was God who directed the king. It was God who got them out of the fire. It was God who, the, the king could not give them what the king gave them because the king couldn't get them out of the fire by his own power. But it was God that got them out of the fire and therefore the promotion is God's. I, I want you to hear me clearly right now. God as you navigate and make your big steps through and out of the fire, promotion is on the other side. Don't let people take credit for what God does. Don't let people cause you to feel like you're beholden to them because they gave you a leg up, because they propped you up, because they pushed you forward. No, no, no. Tell them, God bless you. I appreciate you. Thank you. But it was God that got me through all the hell I've been through. It was God who got me through the fires I came up out of. It was God who walked with me and talked with me when everybody else had given up. Everybody else had given up on them. But when they came out of the fire, the Bible says that their clothes were not touched, they were unharmed, and they didn't even smell like smoke. Uh, and they were in perfect position to get their promotion. Uh, there's somebody watching right now uh, that you're in a fire right now, but you're making big steps and God is with you. And when you come up out of that fire, I want to tell you and remind you that you will not be harmed and you will not smell like smoke and you will be positioned for promotion. You're making big steps in the fire because God's getting you in position for your promotion. And when God does what God has for you, don't you give no king the credit.
but you give God the glory because it's God that is putting you in place for your promotion because you've had the courage and the character to make big steps in the fire. Come on, y'all. This is our season. It's time to walk through fire. That's right. I didn't just say it's time to walk in fire. I said it's time to walk through fire because you're coming out of this. I said it's time to walk through fire because the fire is not your destination. The fire is just a stop along your journey. The fire is just a part of your testimony. It's time to walk through fire. It's time to walk through fire. Now today, if you've never accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, I want to let you know uh, that's the company you need in the fire. I don't know what you're going through in your life. I don't know what challenges you're facing. But I have come by to let you know who can walk with you in the midst of your worst situation. Bible says that God loved the world so much, he sent Jesus. Jesus died on the cross, was raised from the dead, that you could be saved. Today is your day to give your heart to Jesus, to make him your choice. If you're watching today, I don't care where you're at, and you've never accepted Jesus, this is your day. This is your moment to give your heart, your life to Christ. Not just that, but you may need a church home. Today is your day. This is your moment. Or you may just want prayer. Or you may want to rededicate your faith. Today is your day. This is your moment. Right there in the chat, there's a link for you to get connected to us. But also, uh, you can be able to just text Hope Decision to 474747. One word, Hope Decision, to 474747. This is your day for Jesus to make all the difference in your life. If you'd like to give your life to Christ or to join this church or to rededicate your faith or even you want prayer, today's your day. Come on, I want to pray with you. Matter of fact, won't you repeat these words after me? It's my prayer, but it's your faith. Won't you repeat these words after me? If you want to give your life to Christ or join this church or rededicate your faith, repeat these words after me. Say, God, I thank you. <coughs> For Jesus, who died for me, and you raised from the dead, that I could be saved. Please forgive me for my sins. I don't want to live that way anymore. And right now, I ask Jesus to come into my heart and be in control of my life. I want to live the way you want me to live and be the person that you've called me to be. So today I thank you that I'm saved, I've got a church home, I've rededicated my faith. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. Look, if that's you, if you made decision for the Lord today, then wherever you are, just type hope decision Text Hope Decision to 474747. Text Hope Decision right there on your phone to 474747. 
A link will come up right there for you to fill out some information. We just want to be able to connect with you, pray with you, and believe everything that God has for your life. Look, COH, I'm so excited about what the Lord is doing. I'm so excited about the season of big steps. I'm just grateful to God for how God is blessing and how God is moving in all of our lives. And even as we move forward into this week, I want to let you know that no matter what you're going through, that God will be right there in the middle of it all. And God will get you through it to the other side. Let me pray, closing word of prayer and benediction for everyone today. God, in Jesus' name, we thank you. What our eyes have seen, our ears have heard, and our hearts have felt now. May the grace of God, the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide now, henceforth, and forever among these your people. In other words, God, may you walk with us, may you talk with us, may you live in us, that we can live for you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you, COH. Love you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week. God bless you.